move into our Taz Racing segment, Jamie Cockshut. How are you, mate, and whereabouts are you today? Uh, not too bad, thanks, Toby. Just um, sitting back, relaxing, mate, watching a bit of basketball and um, having a chat to you, mate. Uh, very good. It was a great day out at Burnie on uh, Sunday, mate. The racing was just absolutely terrific. Plenty of variables with stand starts, small track, lots of moves. Uh, and uh, there's a little bit going on off the track as well. Plenty of entertainment, fashions on the field, and a few beers after the last, and a bit of fun was had. Yeah, well, now you can understand how hard it is to do the form for Bernie Toby being there firsthand. It's, it's yeah. not easy, is it? It was, no. was going to happen in the first 50 metres of a race. But, um, but what we all want to know, mate, is how did you go in the fashions of the field? Uh, I was unable to uh, enter. They, uh, I didn't, I didn't end up going in at a course. Just uh, was all a bit of fun, Jamie. But yeah, no, I missed out on fashions on the field. And uh, let me tell you, it would have come a long last if I had it been in it. No, it's okay, mate. No, it's a great club, Bernie, as you mentioned. And um, like you said, you met a, a few of the locals up there. And um, just tell the listeners quickly about, I mean, your new love for vegetables. Yeah, yeah, I met uh, Mick the Veggie Man and uh, he was very kind to us and uh, he spent had a few beers with Mick and uh, he, of course, is part of the uh, Scooter Will Rev, Hayes Will Rev Syndicate and uh, yeah, was, uh, had a few beers with Mick anyway. He's a, he's a great bloke and, um, yeah, I can't go into too much detail with it, but it was an eventful night anyway. <laughs> no, well, that's right, mate. But, no, he's a good fellow, Mick. He's very passionate and... And like you said, you know, Craig Hayes and then guys, but even just a lot of the other fellas up there. Did you get the pleasure to meet old Doc Gillies? Yeah, met Doc. He's uh, He's got oh, a horse in Doc, work, yeah. he said. So he's the second biggest trainer yeah. in Burnie, he was proud to tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, there would be. I think there's only two, to be honest. Correct. But, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but nah, it's great. To, where are you at now, mate? You're back in Melbourne or are you still in Tassie? No, nah, still in Tassie. Finished, went, had a couple of days down at uh, Strawn and... Did a boat cruise and then a day on Cradle Mountain yesterday, walking around and uh, got in late to Launceston last night and stayed up in Launceston. I've got a flight home uh, this afternoon, mate. Oh, that's great, mate. No, as long as you've had a good time, you and, you and your, your partner, mate. And, um, it's just good to get around and you know meet some of the the, um, the faces that we talk to, you know, for yourself. And um, so, yeah. who was the highlight? Who was the highlight that you actually got to catch up with? Oh... The highlight. Oh, I don't think there'd be one person. It was just good to meet a whole heap of different faces. Charlie Castles, John Castles. Uh, it was nice to meet Mick Law. Um, yeah, there was lots of people I, I met yep. and catch up with Ben and Mark, who I've known for a long time, you know. So, and Wayne Yole and a uh, few, few others. Oh, and uh, the old, old mate um, Danny Malone as well. Got to, to meet him, and uh, it was good to see a lot of different people. Oh, that's great, Toby. That's great. Great to hear, mate. Some tips. Yeah, well, um, Carrick. Let's get into it, mate. Let's get into it. We've got Carrick on the Australia Day meeting, which is great to see. Um, the, the best bet of the afternoon comes up. Race three, number seven, Cliffhanger. Uh, it was a dominant winner last time. Drawn inside the second line, but Dylan Ford, he's capable of getting it off, mate, and getting clear running. And I think he will be winning race three, number seven, Cliffhanger. Yep. A few... Fuel value, race two, number four, Ken's Chips. Um, getting close to a win, just drawn to give his chance, and I reckon $5 is a great each-way bet in race two. 
We go to race six, number eight, Artie Boy Glenwood. Um, this is his home track. He's a dominant winner two starts ago. Uh, unplaced last time, but didn't disgrace himself. He's done plenty of work, and he can bounce back um, with the good trailing draw in race six. And you would have seen Mr Finnegan, he blew the start of Bernie in race one last week, Tay. We lost all chance, but still only got beat five or six metres. Back to mobile conditions, I think he can bounce back despite drawing the top of the track in um, race eight. Race eight, number we'll six, Aquali. Mr Finnegan. Yep, we'll go Aquali. First leg, six, eight, nine. Second leg, eight only. Third leg, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. Last leg, six and ten. $21 for 50%. Very good. A Hobart on Sunday night, and it's a pretty, pretty good little meeting, actually, Jamie, with plenty of feature races. Yeah, we've got the Hobart Pacing Cup. It's a $40,000 feature, and, you know, like it, it's got a little bit of depth to it, Toby. It's just going to be great to see uh, Mickey O step out again. He's got a tricky draw to overcome. He's got a couple of good horses drawn the front line, so it's going to be a good test for him, mate. It's going to be a, a really good race to watch, to be honest. But the best of the night comes up. Race 8, number 4, which is Mickey O'Stable, mate, tried to tell you. He was uh, the dominant two-year-old going back a couple of seasons. Missed his three-year-old year because uh, of an injury, but um, he's back at the track, finds a very winnable race, and I'd be surprised if he can't get the job done first up in race 8, number 4. Yep. Uh, race 9, number 4, our Ruby Rose. <laughs> She's a favourite. Um, I keep tipping her, and she keeps racing well without disgracing herself, and... Um, Back to the mobile, barrier four, I reckon can push forward and I reckon can find the lead and from there we'll take plenty of beating in race nine. Yep. Uh, fuel value, race six, number eight, Mickey O. I reckon we're going to get three, 350. We need 350 from the draw. We've got Harjeet, who hasn't seen the front line for I don't know how long. Yeah. And you've got Rackham Up Tiger Pie drawing the pole. So I reckon, Mickey O, we're going to, have to get 350 you know, $4. And, mate, I reckon he's worth a bit at those because... Wouldn't shock me to see him push through his three pegs and get off at some stage and um, we might see him driven with a sit and just see him get over the top of him late if um, he gets that crack at him. But I think he will because Harjeet likes to bowl along in front and I reckon rack him up Tiger Pole, camp on his back early. and um, Yeah, so we'll stick with Mickey O. He's never let us down, so we've got to go again, mate. Um, what about we'll go to race seven. Before You're you right. move on, Huli Niem was pretty impressive at Hobart last Friday night, Jamie. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he ran on into this race. If he brings his best manners, yeah, he will, Toby. He's, he's got as much ability, but his manners, you know, it was a great drive last week by Troy Hillier. He put him in the race, so you know, if he, cause he's getting a bit keen back in the field, so he made the move, and and that was a winning move, and he held on to beat Stepping Stones. Um, this is a little bit harder, and the draw hurts, but if they do go crazy and he's in that three wide card in the race, it wouldn't shock me at all to see him get home very strongly and go very close, mate. Yeah, very good. Keep going, sorry. Um, the best of all, race eight, numbers, uh, oh, race, I think it's race three, number three, Peanut Sutter. Yep, that's right. Of, of F3. Um, trained by Wayne Rainbird, he's a character. Um, he'll be cheering this all same if it looks like winning, you know, he'll be running down the straight at Elwick, to be honest. Um, I reckon it's been the right race. It was good last time in a stronger race. It loomed up to win and then just came to the end of it to run 100 metres off the line. Got a bit of gate speed. If it found the top, I don't know if I'd run it down, Toby. It's, it's a race that lacks a bit of depth and I'm happy to go race, uh, race three, number three, Peanut Sutter. At, you know, I'd like to get 10 or $12, so it'd be interesting to see what odds they put up. Yeah, very good. Then we'll go with Quaddy. 
Quaddy. First leg two, three, five, six, eight. Second leg one, five, eight, nine. Third leg one, two, three, seven, and eleven. Last leg four, fifty dollars for fifty percent. And we'll have another one where we'll just go where are we? Two, three, five, six, eight, one, five, eight, nine. Third leg seven only. Last leg four only. Ten dollars or fifty percent. Very good. The race four, Jamie's the new Norfolk Cup, and it's run on the grass track at uh, Hobart. Oh yes, it'll be a great spectacle, Toby. I think by memory, no new scooper might have won it last year um, yeah, on the grass right, track. Right. It's, and it's great to see. It's great to see because it just adds that little bit of intrigue and. It'll be five or six dollars a field. Um, is um, I've lent I've lent towards Windy Hanover from the pole because it's got good start stand start manners. It's raced on the grass before, and Rowan Hilly is in the gig, and I reckon yeah he'll be at the front of the field. And at five or six dollars, he's a great gamble. But honestly, Toby, any of the any of the runners could win the race. It's um it's that open and. It is a great spectacle on the grass, so I encourage anybody to get close to a TV screen because there's not many grass track racing in Australia anymore. Well, I don't think there mm. is any, to be honest. Um, it'd just be a good spectacle to see a tow boat on, um, on Sunday night, mate. And Windy Hanover, owned by Vernet Woods, and a uh, few people commented to me, Jamie, over meeting them uh, at that interview with Vernet. It must have been, it's been... It was one of the more commented on interviews anyway on my trip down here. Uh, yeah, well, he is a character, and like I said, he used to be trained at St Mary's, which is the grass track, so there shouldn't be a problem, and he has been unlucky, and he's, you know, Rowan Hilly will have him set for this race, and um, I reckon he's a great bet. But, yeah, no, they're all characters, the boys up around the St Mary's Bingle area, you know, the Woods boys there. Synonymous with harness racing in Tasmania. They've been around for us a long, lot longer than what I have, mate. Very good. Let's clear a commitment, Jamie. We'll get hold of Heathwoods in the break and we'll come back and we'll have a chat about this Hobart Cup, which has got two runners, the Stepping Stones and the Swallows. Shall we? Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499-736-736. Welcome back to Trust Life and Heath. Woods joins us for the second time, I think. Heath, how are you, mate, and whereabouts are you today? Ah, uh, yeah, just at home at the moment. Yeah, thanks, Toby. Now, mate, you got two runners in a Hobart Pacing Cup. You've had a, a few runners before, but uh, pretty exciting to have the two runners, but there couldn't be two more different horses, could they? Yeah, no, I've, um, yeah, I'm, only, I'm only working three, so to have two in the feature race... Yeah. Um, is a, is a, you know, pretty handy. Um, yeah, uh, Stepping Stones is just, um, yeah, very consistent. Um, enjoys the truly run race, and um, she's still sort of going through her grades. Um, and the old horse, the Shallows, he's sort of been there and done it. And, um, yeah, he's probably uh, not racing at his top best, you know, 100% best at the moment, but he's not going all that bad either. Stepping Stones, you speak to her consistency. She's missed the top four just three times in her last 21 starts. She's just ultra consistent. And you've had a few mares across the journey, like Manwara High Grade and Scott's Idol, that were pretty consistent mares as well. Is there something to that, mate, or is there just the luck of the draw? Uh, just been lucky, I suppose. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy the mares. I 
Um, some people don't, aren't, you know, so uh, keen on them. But no, I've had a pretty good run with them, um, and I think you're fine if you get a nice mare. Um, they're very honest, and uh, yeah, they do their best for you. And stepping stones, could you have won the Devonport Cup when you're in fourth? Yeah, I think I think I was a bit unlucky, but um, you know, circumstances mm. with. Uh, Mickey O not going away and that, so he had a, a lot harder run and tougher run. And um, But she was certainly travelling well um, in the last few metres, that's for sure. And Charlie Castles has got a pretty good record on this mare. He's had the three drives for two wins and he'll take the reins and you'll drive the shallows. Yep. Yeah, no, um, yeah, no Charlie's uh, he, he sort of really clicked with this mare, so we thought we'd uh, give, give him the drive and... Um, so I can drive the old bloke, yeah. Very good. Speaking of the old bloke, Jamie Cockshut's there. How are you, Jamie? <coughs> I've settled in about the old bloke, but then again, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I reckon, Heath, I reckon Heath's got me covered, haven't you, Heath? Yeah, I think I might have. Have, have yeah. you reached the half century yeah. yet, Heath? Yeah, oh, that's there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, a few years, second, few years, yeah, a few years past that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll touch on Stepping Stones, mate. As you alluded to, you know, she loves a truly run race because that's when she races best for some reason. When she gets up in class, you know, that's what I've alluded to a few times. When she gets into that open company where there is easier races around for us, you know, she just always excels. And yeah, she was pretty unlucky in the Liverpool Cup. Um, I did back her at $151, Thief, so I was hoping for yeah. that gap to come late. But um, yeah. but as you alluded yeah. to, Mickey O did miss away and do a lot of work. So um, yeah, yeah, but Yep. But on on Sunday night she's drawn two, you know she she's she's got enough speed to hold hold a fourth spot early, you know, and probably go to the pegs. But if they do run along and the gaps open up, mate, she will be running you know running home very yeah, strongly no. at, at yeah, good yeah. odds again. Truly run race, truly run race will suit her, and uh, the distance further they go, the, the the more she seems to enjoy it. Um, yeah, getting back in the down in the lower classes, yeah, they they generally just don't go so quick and they run a, a good half and most horses can run a good half so we just thought we'd give her a bit of a crack uh, probably because the higher class races have the more distance racing so uh, which seems to suit her No that, that's, that's exactly right that's exactly right the way she's going we'll touch on the shallows he's the horse who got you back into the game and he's been a grand old campaigner for you like you said, yep. he's, he's just racing a bit below his best, but, but you know him better than most. He, do you think you can get him back to his best, or is he or is he just um, feeling his age now? Yeah, I don't think he's feeling his age, but yeah, I think circumstance. There's probably more depth than open class races now, and um, you know he, the way the handicapping system is, he, he doesn't often draw well, and um, he, he's racing. He's, he's, He's racing pretty well. Uh, he's, you know, sectionals and that haven't been too bad his last few runs. Um, he, he's just, he's probably a bit one-dimensional. He needs that sort of the right run. Um, and he's, you know, probably, like I say, with the draws, he's never really in the first half of the field. So you're always hoping to get a ride home with something. Um, and, uh, you know, being fairly even fields, um, generally you've probably got to be up in the first half of the dozen. Uh, you know, he's always getting home, but he's just sort of not getting home quick enough or, you know, he's only getting burnt six or seven metres, but uh, when you do that, uh, you're still finishing six and sevens, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, you're exactly right, mate. You know, when you get to that class, all horses can run home in, in, in 56, 57. And if you are back in the field, it's impossible to, to get over the top of them horses late. But no, I'd just love to see him run a big race on Sunday night. Um, you touched on, you've got three in work. So what's the other one, mate? Uh, the other one is Custom Harley. Yeah, well, he's a horse that um, showed a lot of potential as a two-year-old. I think he went out winning the feature race at Launceston, and didn't he, the Golden Slipper? Yep. Yeah, he won the Golden Slipper last start, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he just yeah, seems and, to... Um, um, so... He's just getting better with every run, um, and he's uh, still growing and um, and learning what it's all about. But, yeah, we're, we're pretty happy with him, actually. So he's close to a return to the racetrack? Yeah, probably two or three weeks away. What what yeah, are your no, plans? He's definitely a horse has got a bit of... Yeah, what are your plans with him, Pete? Are you looking at uh, like a derby, etc., and maybe even a run uh, in the bow tide as a three-year-old? I know he's a little bit off that, but he wasn't far off Smooth Machete, Hayeswell Rev as a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just... Um, Probably the idea is just to get him back in um, and probably just have a few runs just for, you know, uh, try and pick up a couple of races and, and bit of, just a bit more education for him because uh, as the races, feature races are a bit later in the season, so we, he'd probably come back and have a few runs and then have a, have a break again before we come back looking towards, yeah, the derby and the um, size stakes races. And Sports Illustrator, whose horse I thought might have sort of taken the next step over the next 12 months, and where's where's Ed at? Yeah, no, unfortunately he's been retired. He had a uh, shoulder issue, uh, oh. which was um, unable to be sort of treated, so we've had to retire him, so he's been given away to someone to be a, um, a paddock mate for some other horses. Oh, that's no good. Jamie? No. No, it's good. So you got any younger ones coming through, mate? Any yearlings and and or, or weanlings coming through? You because you you do breed a couple every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, the only other one I've got is a uh, yearling half brother to Custom Harley. He's um, he's by Lather Up, um, and he's yeah he's uh, we haven't done much with him yet, but he's a quite a nice type. Heath, uh, no, well, thanks. good to see you, mate. Th thanks for coming yep. on, mate, and catching up with us. And uh, Stepping Stones is definitely, well, mightn't be the best horse out of the family, but definitely got the best ownership group, uh, much better than its mother, Step Up and Play. Uh -huh. Thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> OK. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank there's there's Heath, Heath Woods and Jamie Cockshut joining us. Thanks for joining us as well, Jamie. No right. To the end, mate. Jamie's gone now, and those playing along at home, uh, Jamie owned the mother step up and play of Stepping Stones. Hobart Cup on uh, Sunday night. It's a really good race meeting, and that's a really good race, that, actually, the Hobart Cup. And, geez, Matty Howlett, please, mate, if Mickey O wins, just have a little look at a race the week after the Hunter Cup. I'd love to see him have a crack at it.